As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody watching. Welcome to the Power Up Hero Show. I'm Lisa Wisner. I am going to be your host for today, but I'm super excited because I get to have a co-host. Hey, Megan. How's it going? It's going so good. I'm so glad to be back after our break. I've been ready and getting myself thinking about what my powers are, what my purpose is, and my passion, and the power of hero. And I cannot wait to hear what our guest today has to say about their journey as a power of hero. Yes, I'm so glad you teed it up with such excitement. I know when we took a break, you know, went on a few vacation trips. I mean, it's been super fun, actually, just trying to enjoy a little bit of the time we've had post. I guess you could say COVID is going away. So we're kind of like going back into re-socialization with the world. I've been enjoying it, you know. I think, Megan, you're one of those people that needs a human touch, right? <laughs> 100%. I didn't, well, I kind of, I guess I kind of always knew this about myself, but COVID made me realize how much I really do love people and love yeah. being around them. I'm like, can we just sit here together and say nothing? <laughs> like, we don't even have to say anything. Let's just be in each yeah. other's presence. <laughs> let's just co-work together right let's just be in each other's face and i think you and i are probably gonna schedule some co-working because we have an amazing opportunity to work together so i'm so excited about that but for those of y'all who just joined in we're here to talk about heroes and the role of our show today is really about you understanding that you're living a powered up life right now you're already a hero but let's face it Living your best life, juggling a busy workload can be close to impossible. And sometimes we like to say, you need to pull some superpowers from who knows where. And so I have Megan on the show today, but I also want to just bring you into the show because I always feel like when we have people watching and they're chiming in the chat and they're putting in the comments, what a hero means to them, how they're being heroic today or tomorrow, whenever you're going to be a hero, you know, we want you to be part of this show. So please make sure in the comments, in the chat, wherever you're watching, chime in, ask questions to our guests because we want you to be the part of the show as Megan is also part of the show here with us as we're hosting our guests today. So Megan, I wanted to talk a little bit about how heroes aren't created like while we're sleeping, right? I think sometimes we think about heroes and we imagine, wow, I can't believe that person did that. And it's like, yeah, they're probably a hero because of hard times, right? Something was awoken inside of them that made them become who they are and we're seeing them as heroes. Do you agree? I 100% agree. I really like how you said that they're not born overnight because I think we suffer a lot from this comparison issue in life and, mm -hmm. and we go to bed and we're like, tomorrow I'm going to 
get up and work out and I'm going to eat better and I'm going to be like that girl or that guy. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, oh, why am I still me? But it's yes. the adversity, right? It's that adversity, the perseverance. It's the journey that makes you who you're going, who your ideal self is going to be. So I really love how you said that. Yes. And so I guess the message for today is embrace the hard, embrace the suck, as some SEALs like to say sometimes in those books, you know, or learning about Navy SEALs and Marines, you know, really embrace the hard times because that is where your heroic self is revealed. Now, we all have heroes within us, but you have to embrace the hard times because that's where you spur that action and become the hero you wake up and you start to see that you can overcome and you start to become resilient in the face of adversity so today the message is for you to be the hero of your own story but guess what you have to have a story that requires a hero so embrace the hard times those are your heroic journeys and those are the opportunities for you to be revealed as the true person you are, as your best version. So, Megan, our world needs heroes today more than ever before. So today, we're going to be celebrating an amazing member of our community, a celebrated leader, not only by us today, but our entire community has celebrated this person. And for those of you who are fans of the Power Up Hero show, you know this show is all about sharing stories about nominated Power Up Heroes. So today we're gonna to be sharing the mission that Ashley Arivalo is on. And we're gonna talk a little bit about the life that Ashley has built as being a hero in our community. So Ashley Arivalo is a menstrual equity activist here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Now, Megan, I didn't ask you this at the start of the show, but have you ever met Ashley before? I secretly follow Ashley on Facebook. She, I don't think she knows who I am, but I definitely know who she is. And when I first heard about her, it was from you, Lisa. We had just left Toastmasters and you were like, oh my gosh, Megan, have you heard about this amazing girl who's doing amazing things for young girls and women and she's doing this and that? And then we had this conversation that not a lot of people talk about. And yes, yes. I can't wait to have that conversation here. You just reminded me of why she came up, right? So I think it was like right in between of one of my speeches, I had a little bit of like a, oh my gosh, you know, some 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 freak out, some menstrual freak out, I can say that, right? And she came to me, right? Literally in my mind, I remember thinking, this is Ashley's work, right? And so Ashley Aravala, like I said, is a menstrual equity activist right here in Corpus Christi. She got her start in menstrual equity when she started a GoFundMe in November of 2016 and she raised money to donate products to shelters in our community and since then she has started her own period the menstrual movement chapter here in corpus christi texas and donated over 70,000 products to the coastal bend one of her greatest achievements is being a servant to my university texas a&m university corpus christi shock is up she actually successfully petitioned to get free menstrual products to the entire population that needs menstrual products at Texas A&M University Corpus Christi. Absolutely love. Ashley is so connected in our community. And in 2020, she took it a step further and she's staying busy by starting her own nonprofit. Now she is the president of what she calls the Crimson Cause. And she's actually recently just met with legislators here in Texas. And they're virtually, like, literally, virtually, virtually and literally introducing a bill to end the tampon tax in Texas. She has a podcast called The Good Rebel 
good rebel podcast in her free time she loves watching horror movies shopping vintage for vintage clothes i know y'all want to meet this person so i'm going to bring her to the stage we have ashley aravalo who we are celebrating as our power up hero of gender equity welcome ashley thank you so much that was quite the intro i'm like really energized now wow thank you well, you totally deserve it. I always like to say when we're having our shows, we want you to feel how it feels yeah. to be who you are, how we see you. We see you, Ashley. We see you. You're so young. You're so bold. You're so powerful. You do amazing things for our community. When I see you, I smile. And so I'm pretty sure a lot of other people, when they see you, they smile. So thank you for your servant leadership in our community. Thank you so much. I'm like literally on the verge of tears. And I'm not even on my period right now. So thank you. Thank you so much. Let's get started with that. I mean, literally, let's get started with talking about period, right? So, you know, when you think about period, sometimes it's one of those words or some of those phrases or topics or conversations that everyone's like, you want to talk about it, right? I know I've some when Megan and I used to work in the same office, I know I've gone into her office like, Megan, I need something to help me right now, right? You give her the look, Megan knows what I mean, you know, and it's kind of like, ah, you don't want to have that conversation. Let's talk about it. Why Why do we have a hard time talking about the period? Why do we have a hard time talking about, you know, menstrual activity? What's up with that? What do you think, Ashley? I think it just goes way back to like the dark ages where they believed periods were, I don't know, something that women went through and they were like probably changed into a whole different person. And then now it's like a stigma because I guess people who don't have periods, mostly men, they feel uncomfortable because they don't know much about it. So, and then as women or people who have periods, we're just taught to feel ashamed because it's something that's dirty or we're only supposed to talk about it with um, our family or not even just keep it inside ourselves. And it's, I think it's just that lack of education too. I think we have to, we have came a long way, honestly, but there's a lot of work to be done. I think children need to be talking about periods mm -hmm. and it just has to start at that really young level so we can all be um just not ashamed of it because it's natural it creates humans literally so yes. just a natural process it is and so i like how you said um i like how you even pivoted and said children right so right from the very beginning we're probably conditioned to feel uncomfortable about talking about it i don't remember in my school ever there being a session where everybody was told okay at a certain time the girls are gonna need to go to the bathroom yeah. they need to go to the bathroom you know whatever they need to do and they have purses on now mm -hmm. <laughs> Seven, mm -hmm. you know? um so i guess you know part of my excitement with interviewing you is you're all about gender equity so we're celebrating you as the power up hero of gender equity and specifically as it relates to menstrual equity so tell us a little bit about that what is what does this mean to you what does gender equity mean to you so gender equity, it basically means a fairness among the genders. And I guess we can relate it to what I do. It's not everyone has a period. So people who do have periods, they have to go without a lot of the time. They have to miss school or work because they don't have access to these products because they're not in the restrooms. So what I try to do with my work is to help even the playing field by advocating for menstrual products in restrooms and to eliminate things like the tampon tax because people who have periods, you have to pay extra on these items that are absolutely essential. So mm -hmm. it's not fair. It's, yeah. it needs to be even, we need to, we need these resources. We can't live without them. Right. It's, and it's not a matter of, you know, oh, we said it would be a nice to have, you know, it's not a yeah. luxury. It's, it's not a luxury at all. Right. 
And um, so we're, we're, we're going right into this gender equity movement. And so I know you started the gender equity movement in when you did that GoFundMe in 2016. And since then, I see you everywhere. Every single event that's going on, there's a table set up where you're collecting donations for menstrual products. And I have a picture to share with you. And so this is kind of like your team of people. Um, you're ending period poverty. I like how you do that. Um, how did you mobilize? How did you even think of starting a GoFundMe? Like what happened? What spurred you into action? Yeah, so during that time period, I was just watching a lot of like YouTube makeup tutorials. I think everyone was just trying to learn how to do makeup. So that was me. Um, and just the ad came up from Kotex about how they do like product drives. And I was like, that's a really like interesting idea. And it's something I never thought about. Like, I honestly never thought about what people who are experiencing homelessness do when they don't have menstrual products, you know, it must be so awful. So I thought, you know, this is something I can do on my own. I have some free time. I love social media. So I thought, let me just start a GoFundMe. I'll post it on Facebook. I'll do a little video. And I ended up raising $1,200 in like 12 days or something. Um, it got like 50 shares. It had like thousands of views. And I did it all through social media. And that's why I love social media because it's so powerful. It's free marketing. And I think a lot of people probably think that social media is like bad, but it's all in how you use it. And I ended up using it for good. So that's, yeah, that's really what I did. It was all through Facebook. So. Wow. Well, I have a surprise for you. I saw an interview that was done of you talking about how you got started. And I think it would be kind of good to paint a good picture of where you started and how you've been going. So if you don't mind, um, before I actually play the video, I want to celebrate the people who created the video, but I found the video, but I couldn't find any information on who made this video. So could you tell us how whoever you met, who is this person who made this awesome video about you? Yeah, so these videos are, I guess, of a series called Observe, and it was started by Eric Alanis and Miguel Diaz. And they highlighted a lot of really great people throughout Corpus Christi. They did one on Ceci Trevino from Chica's Rock, and I was just so honored to be a part of it as well. So yeah, it was a pretty good video. Awesome, and with that, let's watch the video. We'll be right back. I'm Ashley Arevalo and I'm president of Period Corpus Christi. Period Corpus Christi is a part of a national organization called Period the Menstrual Movement and we're the only South Texas chapter and our goal is to provide pads and tampons to anyone who needs them so we distribute these to local shelters. As of today we distributed over 10,000 pads and tampons to local shelters. I think I was watching like a YouTube video and Kotex they do like a a tampon and pad drive. And I thought that was really cool. I just felt like I needed to do something, you know, like when you read all the headlines of, you know, horrible stuff going on in the world, like you feel discouraged and I just felt like I needed to take action. So I was doing some research and there's a lot of organizations that do it. And then I saw that Nadia from Period, she was so young and she was doing this. And I was like, oh, I have no excuse. Like this girl is like in college, like, and I'm, I'm already graduated, so. I contacted her and she was like, oh, you need to start a chapter here. So that's why I started it because of her. And she's just so personable, like she's easy to talk to. So I felt like it was my duty to do that. Like everyone that I've talked to about it, they're always like, oh, that's such a good idea. I've never even thought about that because most women don't or like most men don't. And I feel like a lot of people are supportive of it because they know like if they're a guy, like they have a girlfriend or they grew up with sisters. So it's like easy to like empathize with, especially with women too. Like we all know what it's like. 
So we're at a period Corpus Christi packaging party. We try to do these at least once a month, and we get all these donations from our different boxes that we have throughout Corpus Christi and from the fundraising that we do, and period sends us all these pads and tampons, and we just have to pay for shipping, so that's all we do. And like, it works, so like, if you're in a shelter, you can just take one, and then you, this will last you your whole period, too, so you don't have to keep going back and, you know, trying to buy stuff or trying to like get more stuff, so. These are distributed to the Mother Teresa shelter, um, the Purple Door, which is now, or which was the women's shelter, and actually donated some to Brownsville for people that are coming in through the border so they can have some too. Because I feel like if there's like current events that are happening, like we also donated some to people who were affected by Hurricane Harvey. So I try and help out in that way. Like if there's something that's going on, I want to help. my grandma passed away and um, my cousin was talking about her at the funeral because they were very close she had raised her pretty much and she was just saying how my grandma had to quit going to school because because she couldn't afford these products so and I didn't even know that about my grandma like I didn't know that she had to drop out of school because she couldn't afford these items so and I'm sure that was the case for a lot of young women back then and even to this day. So yeah, that's the reason why I do it. Wow, what a story, honestly. Thank you, thank you. Back the tears, just thinking about your grandma, you know, and I, and I can't imagine how it must have felt. Did you know your grandma's story before you started your movement? No, that's why I think it was like a case of divine intervention. Like I was already doing this and then she passed away and I heard that at her funeral. So I feel like this is like what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I love it. Which is why you are now the president of Crimson Cause, right? Yes, yes. So tell us about that. How does it feel? You started a nonprofit and you've gone and talked to legislators. You're making moves in Texas. Tell us all about that. So I've always wanted to start my own nonprofit. I think that's what everyone, that's like their end goal when they start, you know, like a chapter of a nationwide organization. I just never thought I could do it at this age or during this time period. So it feels really good. Um, I've always, it's like been on my bucket list to start a nonprofit. So we're basically do the same types of things. We donate menstrual products to shelters. We're also about, we're, we need to donate some for July. I just realized that. Um, we, we try to do it every month and we're gonna slowly start fundraising. And um, yeah, it feels really good. And then going to the Capitol to testify for the tampon tax, that was another major win. Unfortunately, the bill did die, but I think we made it really far that um, last time I didn't even get a hearing. So I think we're slowly making the steps to hopefully get rid of the tampon tax in Texas. Wow. Have you ever heard of the tampon tax, Megan? No, I hadn't heard about it. Uh, this is something that you just really don't even think about. And yeah. I'm so glad that Ashley is bringing light to this topic because 
I think as females, we just, it's a part of our life and we go on and we do what we got to do, right? Like we always do. We do what we got to do. We get it done and it's over until next time. And so I'm so glad that she's kind of making us think about it in a different light. And uh, to all the moms and dads and sons and everybody out there, like I I really like how this uh, crowd right now is just telling people to educate their children because I think when we're in our own safe circles with our friends and our families and it comes up, people are like, oh, why are you bringing that up? And nobody wants to hear about that and keep it to yourself. Like, <laughs> I can even hear my dad already. Like, I don't need to know. I need to know. <laughs> I know. I know. Megan, I live here with all boys. I'm the only girl. The dog is a boy. Yeah. <laughs> wants to talk about what mommy needs, right? <laughs> And so I have to Amazon my product because that's the fastest way to get it, right? Yeah. Every time. So I think we have the luxury of having access, but I love how you you definitely take it a step further and you're supportive in our community of helping anybody to have access. We know that there's a difference between equity and equality, right? So I just kind of want to do just a little bit of education there where it just means that in some sense, you know, we do want gender equality, but when we talk about gender equity, not everybody experiences a menstrual period, right? So it's important to make sure that we have equitable access to resources in our community. And I'm all about education. So I actually have another video that actually explains it even further. And the, the, I don't know if you all know who the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation are, but they're super focused in creating health equity, which is tied to menstrual equity. So I want to share a video uh, from them that talks about the difference between equality and equity, uh, because I want us to lean into that, why equity is more important than equality. These days, we hear a lot of people using the word equity, but what does it really mean? It's not quite the same as equality, which means everybody gets treated the same. Equity is about fairness. It means that everybody gets what they need based on their own situation, because we're not all the same. The difference between equality and equity is important. It's part of the reason the United States spends more on healthcare per person than any other advanced nation and has much poorer health. It's important to remember that a person's health depends on many factors, things like their environment, schools, and workplaces, to name a few. We call these social determinants of health, like clean drinking water for children and easy access to fresh food. We can follow the lead of communities like Columbia Gorge in Washington and Oregon, where businesses, doctors, and farmers tackled the local hunger problem with the Veggie RX voucher program. And the New Jersey Partnership for Healthy Kids is bringing down high rates of obesity in underserved communities. We should be inspired by these local efforts. And remember that health equity is all about making things better for all of us. When everyone's healthy, everyone benefits. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yay! So, the Robert Wood, Found- Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Go and learn more about how to be part of the movement towards more equity in our world. Um, yeah, so I think what we wanted to do next was just kind of unpack more about you being a hero in our community. This show is all about being a hero. So I'm going to ask you, you know, we're calling you the power up hero of gender equity. So what do you think a hero means to you, Ashley? What is a hero? I think a hero is someone who stands up for what is right. Um, I think one of my favorite characters in pop culture, period, is Wonder Woman. So I just love how, you know, she's courageous, she's brave. And I feel like that's someone who I look up to, even though she is fictional. But I think we can all learn from people who are, you know, kind and good, like genuinely good. So I think it's just someone who stands up for others and tries to do what's right, regardless of what society thinks. Yay, you brought Wonder Woman into this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I always say, move over, Superman, move over, Batman. And then I say, Wonder Woman, I say, no, one moment, you can stay Wonder Woman. <laughs> we love Wonder Woman. So I love that. I love that a lot. Which Who's your favorite superhero, if I was to ask? Mine? Yeah. Well, I love all the women. So I love Wonder Woman. I also really love Harley Quinn, as you can see by my hair. I just love her style. Um, but yeah, all the women, that's all That's all who I love. I, when I read like comic books, it's always the women superheroes. I don't care about the men, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're such a rarity, right? Like the girls are yes. almost a rarity in comparison to the guys. So when you find yeah. a good girl, you're like, yes, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know that all, all superheroes have superpowers. So. Let's ask you now, as the power up hero of gender equity, what do you think your superpower is? I think definitely my superpower is being empathetic. I've always been very sensitive as a child and growing up, I feel like I've started to own that. Being an activist, you kind of have to feel empathy towards people to stand in their shoes, even though I have never experienced period poverty. I've been very lucky to not have, but I can understand what it feels like. I've forgotten a pad and I've had to like, use toilet paper. So I think in order to be a good activist, you have to, you know, feel for others and put yourself in their shoes. So I think empathy is my superpower. Ooh, I love empathy. Oh, and you know, and I, the, the whole point is I think sometimes uh, we talk about people having superpowers, but I always say that empathy is one of those that I wish everybody just had a little dose of empathy in themselves, right? Because it's one of those of where you know, if you have that, what do we what do we say, Megan, when we're training? Emotional intelligence, right? Yes. <laughs> Being able to see things from somebody else's perspective is so important, and I think that's what makes the world go round, right? That's I think that's the path to world peace is people stepping into each other's shoes to see where the struggles are, where the hard times are, and where the support is needed. Yes, definitely. I think 
I think that would solve world peace. Like what you said, it's if everyone had empathy, there would be no like global issues in the world. Truly. It yeah. may sound cheesy, but I think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So especially, uh, I'm sorry, Lisa, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say she's extending her superpowers to the masses. <laughs> yeah. Sending them out into the world. Like we yeah. really do need uh, more empathy in the world. And I think that we talked about weaknesses and challenges and adversity at the beginning of the show, Lisa. We kind of introed with that. So this is a perfect question for Ashley. As a power up hero, what would you consider some of your weaknesses or challenges being a hero in relation to your cause, in not relation to your cause, just being a human? Tell us some of what your weaknesses and challenges are and how you overcome them. Um, I feel like in general, I'm very introverted, which can sometimes be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but I've kind of had to learn to snap out of it, especially when we're tabling events. I have to talk to people, I have to be friendly. So I have to like switch that on. So that's been something I've had to overcome. And even just like public speaking or doing something like this, it would have been so hard for me to do as like a teenager. So I think just growing up has helped. Um, so yeah, I would think that would have been one of my challenges. Even though I don't consider myself a shy person, I'm just very introverted. So just dealing with that and like what that means in my identity and yeah. So I'm kind of curious, actually, what kind of things do you do like before, let's say, a table event or a show like this to kind of help you get out of your shell a little bit? Um, I well, I love fashion. So if I feel like I look good, I will feel good. So like today I did my hair, I did my eyeliner, even though I'm like wearing a T-shirt, but I, this is comfortable. It makes me feel good. It's soft. I wore earrings. So it's all about, you know, not like your looks, but being presentable, because if I feel good, I will. Um, I will just be a better version of myself. So I think that's what's it for me, like fashion, clothes, beauty. So, yeah. Yeah, and we can lean into that, fashion, <laughs> beauty, clothes, because that's where I follow you on Instagram. I know you're all about recreating outfits that are inspired by movies, by shows, even by, by I think, some um, music videos, right? Mm -hmm. I, I love following you on Instagram because I feel like you're this fashionista just slaying every single <laughs> clothing item. So t tell us a little bit about how you got started with re these recreation of outfits. What got you started with that? Well, I first started, I was just a style blogger. So I would just post my regular outfits. And then like Halloween came around. I've always been a lover of horror movies. Halloween is my favorite holiday. So I was like, let me just do like themed outfits because that's what I, I love watching movies. So I did um, Hellraiser, Evil Dead. And like ever, every year since I think 2015 or something, I've done like Halloween looks. And I'm already thinking about my Halloween looks for this year. So it's something I've planned every year. I try and do it every single year, regardless of what's happening. So yeah, it's just like fun being creative. It's another side I like to tap into with my activism as well. So part of me is like being an activist and then being creative and loving fashion. So yeah. Yeah. And you're so good at it. I mean, I don't even believe you live in a community. Like I'm like, she's in LA or something, right? Because some of your outfits are so on, it's like perfect. And I know you do, you do vintage shopping, right? So yes. you're always visiting the, I guess, Goodwill. You're always visiting the vintage clothing stores to find these outfits. Mm -hmm. So which are your favorite here in our community? Some of my favorite vintage stores, and there's a, there's a lot of really good ones, but my I think my top two is like 2020 Vintage, it's downtown. 
um, and also olive blue resale. And I started, I moved closer into Corpus. So like I'm like 10 minutes away from olive blue, which is kind of like a bad thing, but it's a good thing at the same time. So yeah, I just, I really want to step away from fast fashion because it's really bad for the environment and just the conditions these people are working in. So that's why I try and shop vintage and secondhand as much as possible. And there you go again, more <laughs> activism, everybody. <laughs> now she's gonna be activism for clothing. I love that. I love that. So you're kind of, you're bringing us into another area where we don't think about, right? We don't think about how constantly going to the store, buying new clothes, or how it's affecting the environment. That's really important. So if you wanna find out more about Ashley and her awesome work of recreating outfits and, and looks inspired by movies, shows, and music videos, you can visit her on Instagram. And there's her Instagram right there, Instagram.com at Ashley Alyssa, Ashley Alyssa on Instagram. So I know one of the other things I uncovered about you is that you started a podcast. Yes, I did. It's a fairly new thing too, so it's exciting. Yeah, tell us about that. What do you, what do, you do on your podcast? So my podcast is called Good Rebel. I started it in the summer of 2020. And with my podcast, I'm interviewing activists and talking about the issues that they want to raise awareness for. So there's one where I talk to um, a secondhand um, fashion blogger, and she's all about sustainable clothing. Um, I've also talked to a person who works at Raisa, so they help with like immigration. So I try and touch on different topics that I necessarily don't know that much about, but I'm also educating myself as well as others. I love it. It sounds like good trouble, Megan. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so, it's so awesome. And I really love how you're shining the light on other activists and other causes. Are there any other causes that really interest you? I would say like maybe your second most interested cause. Yeah, definitely secondhand fashion and shopping vintage. And another one which I started before menstrual equity is um, trying to promote like cruelty free makeup because a lot of animals get tested on it. It's really barbaric. So there's a lot of great cruelty free makeup that's out there. It's at the drugstore. It's inexpensive. Um, so I try and like that's all I use on my face. And it's just as good as products that um, test on animals so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thank you thank you so much for bringing that up gosh i we definitely need to to connect you more uh with people who are looking for opportunities where they can put their volunteer community activism energy because it seems like you have such a great way of connecting your life with what's needed right so the energy is almost flowing through you right so yeah trying to grab at things you're almost just you're going with the flow so I love that. I love it. So now we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to play a game called Fast Five Finger Favorites. And we like to have fun by asking you just a few questions about what you like to do and what your favorites are. So for those of you who are watching, we see you watching. We can see how many people are watching. It's a bunch. What are your favorites? So as Ashley is sharing, we want you to share your favorites in the chat. But Ashley, we are going to ask you right now, what is your favorite book or something to read? um okay lately i've been reading comics i love star wars so i've been reading some of the star wars comics because i miss the movies that have came out um so yeah it's just like a different part of the story that they don't touch on in the movie so i just like the extra as aspect of it Ooh, comics that's different i don't think anybody has ever said that they they like to read comics that's cool <laughs> that's really cool all right the next one is fast five finger favorites what's your favorite movie 
Without hesitation, Lord of the Rings, they were my favorite movies. I can't pick just one. They're just all great. My favorite of all time. Yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. Really? I remember, yes. I remember I, the first time I ever watched it, my dad had rented it and it was a tape. It was yes. still in the times of tapes. I think we might have gone to Blockbuster yes. and rented it. And I was like, I want to watch this, Dad. And then I ended up sitting there with him and I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And then I could not stop. And I was like, when's part two coming out? Hurry. Yeah. I remember so I cool. bought it at Walmart when I was a kid. And it was the tape. And I remember all of my family just watching. And I was like a little kid. And I just loved it. It's just instantly, yeah, yeah. favorite. Great. If you haven't watched it, y'all need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't feel like there's anybody except for, I think it's rated PG something. Anyway, I think unless they're not allowed to watch it, I think everybody's probably watched Lord of the Rings. I mean, come on. I hope. It's one come of the best on. of all time. Yeah, yeah. like even if you don't like those type of movies, come on, you gotta watch, right? Yeah. All right, the next question is, what is your favorite song or something to listen to? What do you like to listen to? Um, so my top song in Spotify for 2020 was Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. So that, I can listen to that song all the time. It doesn't get old. I love Lady Gaga so much. She's my favorite. So yeah. oh, I love that song too. And the video, isn't the video just, oh, yes, I love it. Yeah. Have you recreated the video? <laughs> no, I want to. I had a friend who did, she did a good job, but yeah. I just feel like I can't touch Lady Gaga. Like she's in her own world. There's no way yeah. I could even aspire to be as great as her. She's amazing. I know. Oh, she's <laughs> making me feel chills. I gotta listen to that song after this. It's a really <laughs> awesome song. All right. And so the next one is, what is your favorite quote? Or what phrases do you like to say? So I have it pulled up because I don't want to butcher it. This is my favorite quote that I can just apply to, especially activism, but pretty much anything. So it goes like, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. It's by Margaret Mead. Yes, that is a classic quote. And I think that's how you live your life, right? Yeah, I try to. Yes, yes, and you're making big moves. I think you just start small and then it seems like everything just ripples out and, and becomes really big. I remember meeting you when I was starting a co-working space with some of my business partners. And I remember you walking in with your boyfriend and it was like, wow, who is this, right? And you we're kind of taking over the social media sphere of our community. And I absolutely love all the energy you brought and everything that you do. So that quote definitely speaks volumes. You. I know you talked about being an introvert, so I can definitely see how that quote talks about how just step in, right? Step into mm -hmm. greatness. It's just, you can just be, you can be small and still do big things, right? Yes, big exactly. Things. I love it. Love it. I have to say something. We talk about you being an introvert, but you absolutely <laughs> like kill it in front of the camera with your pictures. And I'm trying to figure out how in the world, because I just recently got in front of the camera and I was like, uh... What do I, what do I yeah. do? <laughs> well, and it looks strange, but you do such a good job. Thank you. Well, it's taken me years. So I started like style blogging in 2014. So it's been a while, but it's something that is learned. Anyone can be good in front of the camera. I was really shy in front of the camera, but it's just something you got to like do. Cause like your first photo is probably not going to be good. So just remember that once you take more and more, you can look at different poses, look at models, look on, you know, someone on Instagram that you like and just kind of emulate them. That's yeah. my best advice. And do you usually have somebody take them for you or do you take them yourself? 
I've done both. I have a tripod that I use that has come in handy for the pandemic because I didn't really go anywhere. Um, but my boyfriend also takes photos of me as well. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good to know. Yeah. I'm writing these things down. <laughs> yes. All right. And so for the last Fast Five Fake Up Favorites question, we always like to ask our guests, how do you power up in the morning? If you had a perfect day, how would you wake up to power up? That's okay. The morning routine is a little hard for me because I work from home and I haven't really mastered it. I kind of just roll out of bed and put on my robe and log in. That's probably not what I recommend for everyone, but that's something I need to work on. Um, but yeah, I, I like to shower in the morning. I feel like it resets like my whole like day. So I really like to shower in the morning, um, get somewhat presentable if I have like a zoom meeting, but yeah, I don't really, and I don't drink coffee either. I know like coffee is like a big thing for people. So I just try and just wake up naturally. I like to listen to music. So maybe that helps. I, that's kind of hard for me. Morning routines are not necessarily my thing, honestly. <laughs> and, and you know what? Can I just say that a lot of people on the guest, uh, a lot of our guests recently have been the same as you. Okay. That makes me feel good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We're all trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, can I say something like as, as a human, right? So humans, we don't know what goes on internally. Like nobody, we're not in there going, yes, our cells need this. And, oh, we need to breathe more or whatever. Like our body does what it does, right? It's probably rescuing us from diseases we don't even know about. Like it's healing us internally, whatever. So I feel like maybe this lifestyle of just listening to your body, right? Because you probably wake up in the morning and how your body feels, you react to it, right? That's true. Yeah, and that's probably something I wouldn't have done if I was working a regular job where I had to drive 30 minutes. Like when you're driving 30 minutes, have to wake up super early, you kind of just have to do it. You're not listening to what your body needs. So that's what that's a good thing about remote work. You can kind of just do whatever within reason. So yeah, I like how you added within reason. Yeah, I didn't want to get in trouble or anything. <laughs> So actually, one of the things we like to talk about here as being power up heroes is we're all about being 
users of our time wisely, right? So being time smart. So figuring out how to get things done, how to get in, get out, so you can move on with living your best life, right? Doing the things that matter most to you. So do you have any tips or hacks for us on how, as a power up hero, we can live amazing lives? Yes. So one for me that has been really helpful, especially when the pandemic started, um, I don't want to say I'm addicted to social media, but when something crazy like this happens, I have to admit I was on Twitter doom scrolling till like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And it wasn't good for me. So I had my boyfriend set up like a lock on my phone. So at 1030 every day, I don't have access to Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, nothing. So it helps me just wind down. Um, maybe I can just like watch a movie on my laptop and that because social media is great, obviously, but when you take it like as an excess of especially when there are crazy things going on, it's not good for you. So that has been my saving grace. There has to be a limit to social media, especially at night or else you can't go to sleep. If you can't sleep, you're not going to wake up rested and you can't do like your daily tasks. So that is my tip. Yeah. You can't be president of organizations if you're not, right? <laughs> I love that. Okay, so do you know what the name of that app is? Um, it's something on my iPhone. I believe it's like you have to do it with like a kid or children setting. Oh. Because oh. I, yeah, so you I don't have, have the password. Settings. You have parental settings. On yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that's a hack, right? I think sometimes... Yeah we know what our kryptonites are, right? Yes. You know your kryptonite is eating ice cream late at night. Well, then why are you buying the ice cream in the first place, right? Make sure the fridge has no ice cream so that that's not your, like that doesn't affect you. So mm -hmm. you're doing the good thing. You're making sure that you've locked your phone so you're not on social. I love it. That's a really great hack. Megan, do you have any hacks around that? Um, I recently, I started, I have like this, drawer on my desk and I put my phone inside the drawer. So that's been really helpful. And then one of my friends, Megan Benavides, who's a photographer in Corpus Christi, posted oh, yeah. recently about an app where there's like a tree. Yes. And if I use you that stay off of your phone, the tree will grow. But the second you get on your phone, the tree dies. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think know. It's called Forest. I use that too. Forest. App. And I'm gonna get it because I'm gonna try it. I don't really have that much of a problem uh, being on my phone during the day. It's at nighttime where I'm like sitting there for a while yeah. <laughs> looking through my phone. So um, I allow myself just a little bit of time at night, and then I'm a big time show watcher. So I rather spend my time watching the shows than being on the phone. Yeah. So everybody picks their poison, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So Ashley, thank you so much. Ashley's like totally running the show. So backstage, Ashley just dropped the link to the there app. Boom, Ashley, we're gonna recruit you to be on the show. So there's the link to the app, forestapp.cc, so that you can go and get your forest on, get your gardening on, grow your trees by by not being on your on your phones. So, you know, y'all are talking about it and I literally have a block of social on my computer. If I get on Facebook, everybody has had a baby or gotten married or gone on an awesome vacation. And an hour later, I'm still looking at pictures and posting and commenting. So I have a block and I only look at social through this thing called Hootsuite. I don't know if you all know what Hootsuite is, but that's the only place I look at my social 
because it doesn't suck you in. So I think we all have these hacks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we can be productive without being stuck in social. But I love social media. So I'm always on social media. My kryptonite is LinkedIn. So I always have to pull myself out of LinkedIn feeds. LinkedIn feeds are awesome for me. So love it. So we've really asked you a bunch of questions, but I think we want to ask you a future question now. Yes. And so I'm just, just thinking about it. And I know, Megan, you're really good at asking the future question. Why don't you go ahead? Well, I only really like asking this question because it's one of the hardest questions for me. And it's usually one that comes up in interviews like all the time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, who knows what they're going to be doing forever from now. Because I like to leave it open, right? I will take whatever the world wants to give me. So I have no plans. But imagine yourself five to ten years from now. What do you see for Ashley? That's a really hard question for me as well. Because I feel like my life path, I never would have thought I would have started a nonprofit. I never thought I would be an activist. So I think just finding things that I enjoy, like, I want to just be happy doing something I enjoy. I feel like that's like the main thing because it's really hard to say like, oh, I want to be working somewhere and I really want to be doing this because you really don't know. So I at least just want to be somewhere doing something I love, being happy. Um, I do want to obviously still be an activist. So something with that, I think that's really vague, but I feel like that's the only answer I can come up with. I don't blame you. I'm the same way. I think that um when we make plans i think sometimes we kind of set ourselves up for yeah. like disappointment because yeah. the world has other plans for you and sometimes yes. they're greater like god has greater things than you even imagined so i'm like i'm waiting for the greater and i'm not even gonna like set my low level plans because knowing me they'll be so low level and there's something even better and mm -hmm. i think that it's you hit the nail on the head when you said that you never even saw yourself as being this activist and this person who has their own nonprofit. And here it is, it's happening and it's greater than what you ever even would have thought of. So I can appreciate that 100%. And we definitely admire everything that you're doing. Well, thank you all so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. Well, continue what you're doing. I really love seeing you in the news and I love seeing all the amazing work you're doing. I love that you've already made it to bills right you're working on bills for texas right so and i would i'll tell you what the track record is the bill never passes the first time second time third time sometimes yeah. seven times so yes. it may take you that long but you're on your way you're definitely going to make strides and i know we have such great represent representatives here <laughs> in our community in terms of legislation le legislative work so and i know you're connected with them so you're gonna you're gonna do amazing work and even though you said you don't have a plan for yourself i know you do you're very <laughs> sensitive in terms of just not putting it out there for us so i'm just super excited to see what's coming next with crimson cause with all the work that you're doing with your good rebel podcast can't wait to hear more about that and so if people want to get in touch with you how can they do that um well as far as the nonprofit work just check out crimson cause on instagram you can message me and that's where i post updates with the stuff that we're doing so perfect and then i i know we had dropped your personal instagram earlier so if you want to go and just have a personal connection with Ashley through her awesome fashion that she does on Instagram. You can see her Instagram feed right there. Ashley, thank you so much for being our power up hero. We really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. This was an honor. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa and Megan.
you're most welcome and we'll see you next time i feel like you totally need to come back so we'll see you next time <laughs> of course thank you yes bye bye well megan i love how the show started actually it was like so educational it was like we hit it hard from the beginning with education 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 it was good yeah and i really liked that video you played about the difference between equity and equality it, you always think you kind of know but yeah. then when you have that visual and that storytelling aspect it really like brings it home and now you really know the difference so that yeah. video was awesome yeah and then i was thinking like ashley we need to get invited to a packing party please yes yes you know what it just seemed like so much fun i know obviously when all we're doing is putting things in bags, right? But it just seems like the coolest place with the coolest people there. I always say, if there's a, if there's a room of people doing activist work, those could be your friends, right? The, how, how do you know how successful you're gonna be? Who you surround yourself with? So yes, Ashley, we wanna be invited to these parties. We wanna come and help you pack. So we'll definitely need to stay in touch and start to connect more people with what, what, the, what work Ashley's doing. And you know, can I say something? She talked about interviewing Raices who work close to the border with um, immigrants who are coming in and she's beyond our coastal bank community. She's like going into where the needs are. And I think that's really what a hero does. A hero has strength for who needs it, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm good. Who needs my strength? I'm going to give it to you wherever you are. I'm going to show up. So she's definitely. What I think is really cool is now that I'm thinking about it, when all of that hap was happening in the valley and near the border and there was people being held, I wanted to do something so bad, but I couldn't think of like, what can I do? What can I do? But now I know somebody who will be like, I'll do it with you, Megan, or yes. I know what we should do. And yes. I can just like partner and we can like do things as a group because I think my biggest thing was like, well, what, what yes. do I do? And so somebody who's already an activist, and kind of has like a feel of the ropes, will exactly know what to do. So we all need to partner more with Ashley. <laughs> yes, and with a quote of never doubt, like a small group of people can make a difference. That's definitely, I think, um, where you say the power of one, accountability for just making yep. sure the work is getting done. So we're definitely keeping Ashley close and pulling her into all the awesome things that we wanna do here on the show. So Megan, thank you so much for being on the show and I will see you soon. I know you and I work together now, so it's kind of crazy. I feel like I'm, on, I'm in heaven actually. So I get to see you pretty much every day. So good times, good times. Yes, good times. <laughs> we see each other online in the online, net. Online, yeah. So it's great to see you, Megan. We'll see you next time. It's great time. to see you and it's great to be with everybody, the Power Up family, and we will yeah. see you next time. Yep, we'll see you next time. And there you have it, everybody. If you want to find out more about the Power Up Hero that we just interviewed, you can go to our podcast page, which is poweruphero.org. Again, the website is poweruphero.org. If you know a role model in our community who deserves to be featured here on the show, you can also visit our website and nominate them. Again, it's poweruphero.org. Or are you the hero that we need to interview? Be bold, be strong, nominate yourself. We know that the world wants to hear about how remarkable you are. So go ahead and share with us your story about how you're having a positive attitude towards life and how your community is really being supported and how the hero within has really come out and you want us to share that with the world. Again, that website is www.poweruphero.org. Wherever you are watching, wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, LinkedIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. We're on this really awesome new platform 
platform called Verbal and actually just got recognized as an ambassador of Verbal. So go ahead and get on there. And then I also want to thank Amazon Music for recently featuring the, um, the Power Up Hero podcast on Amazon Music. So you can ask your Alexa or your listening devices to play the Power Up Hero show. So anywhere and everywhere that you're tuned in, please be sure to subscribe and we'll be there for you. We hope that you were educated, inspired, and encouraged to be a power up hero, not only for the community that you serve, for the teams that you're blessed to serve with. I get to serve with Megan. Oh my gosh, my life is complete. For your family, for your friends, for your own career, and most importantly, for yourself, because our world needs heroes today more than ever before. I hope you make today a powered up day. We'll see you next time. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.